Hello, Melonia teachers. Welcome to another session. Um, we're still talking about idea finders, how to find idea on what to write or what to talk about or what to blog about. Ideas are like clay in the hands of the potter. Okay, when a, when a potter is being handed over clay, it's expected that the potter will mold that clay into any shape that he or she desires. Into any shape that um, after molding it, in, molding it um, another person will get to appreciate the shape that um, the potter ha have been able to bring out the, 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 the clay into. So um, the same way clay is very, very important to a potter, that is the same way ideas are very, very important to a writer. When idea is being handed over to you by nature or by any means as a writer, you are expected to garnish this idea um, into a product that somebody will appreciate as a work of art. Okay, When an idea is handed over to you um, for you to speak about, you are expected to um, expand it like some, some of us that want to go into public speaking. You are expected to expand that idea so that when people sit down and listen to you, they will know that you have actually made a research on this idea that is handed over to you. Okay. Um, you take, for example, you're given, you're given uh, an idea of, um, probably like, um, um, like a um, domestic violence kind of conference. Let me take that as an example. It's a conference that has to do with do domestic violence and you are asked, asked to come up um, with a speech, okay, or um, a presentation on domestic violence. You don't expect the people that gave out that topic to you or that idea to you to give you a, a, a paper on what to talk about or what to come and read at the conference. You're expected to expand the ideas. You're expected to garnish the ideas. Okay, and be able to come up with a presentation that at the end of the day, people will appreciate um, the idea of domestic violence in your own way. So generally, as a writer, when you get an idea, whether um, from anywhere, whether from nature or from any source, which we are still going to talk about how to sources where you can get ideas from, you are expected to sit down, make a research, expand it, garnish it, paint it, trim it, do everything you have to do to the idea so that it can come out as a creative work of art that somebody will appreciate. Now, um, some time ago, I, I usually get my ideas. For me, um, we're going to get to um, one of the ways where you can get where you can get ideas from. For me, I, I, I do get ideas from the Bible. Oftentimes, when it comes to um, fictional stories, I get my ideas from the Bible. The story of Bathsheba, all of us know the story of Bathsheba, but I wrote a book concerning Bathsheba, but I came from the perspective. It's an existing story that everybody knows about, that people blame King David for how was he able to have plenty concubines. Was it David or Solomon? Anyway, talking about Bathsheba, that... Um, David raped her or David had kind of knowledge of her and killed her husband on top of it and eventually married her. But for me, when I was writing the story, I didn't write it from the aspects where how the Bible wrote it. I turned everything around. I did the plotting. I did the, the, the plotting in such a way that Bathsheba had already planned it from the beginning. Remember the history of Bathsheba. The father was like... um 
like the present day uh, speaker of the house. Is he present day speaker of the house or present day president of Senate? Something like that. So a daughter of the president of house of Senate should know her whereabouts around Asurok. So she knew her whereabouts around the, around the palace. She knew when um, King David will um, be at the corridor having an evening sighting. She knows when the David, David was supposed to be having dinner and all of that. That is the perspective I took the story from. So I took it from the part that Bathsheba knew all of that, knew David's timetable and intentionally plan herself to be baiting at a point, at a place where David would see her. So for me, I didn't write the story from that perspective of David was at fault, David raped her or slept with her without her consent and killed her husband. No, I wrote it from the aspect that she knew she, she desired to be in Asurok. She desired to be the wife of the king and eventually she plotted her way. Nature gave her way when her husband went to the war front and she came to bait. Who baits mean at the corridor of a story building who does that nobody does that don't you have a bathroom that you have to bathe inside so that's where i got my that's how i tell the idea but if you check the storyline you find out that it's not a new storyline so what you make out of the ideas that is being handed over to you is what makes you a unique writer or unique public speaker now, in finding ideas on what to write, it's very important that you pick a genre for yourself. Pick a genre that you are going to concentrate on. You need to ask yourself, what genre do I have interest in? Okay. Um, for a public speaker, you have, a, you have to have a niche for yourself. Let me start from the perspective of public speakers. Um, in my earlier video, I, sorry, my earlier audio, I asked a question about if I if I call a Feladuro Toye, what comes to your mind? If I call a Showore, what comes to your mind? The truth of the matter is that these two men are advocates for good governance. They are advocates for good leadership. But permit me to even add Namde Kano of the Igbo Biafra. He is also an advocate of good governance. But the pattern Namde is using to do his own, um, he's using a pattern. What what language will I use now? He's using like, um, what is this crime now? Terrorism against the states. I've forgotten what is treason. He's using a pattern that is treasonable. Okay. And then if I talk about a showware, showware is also an advocate for good governance, but he's, he's using an activist approach. Okay. Or revolution, revolution, not a revolutionist approach. But if I talk about a, a, a Fela Durutoye, Fela Durutoye is also an advocate for good governance, but he's coming from the approach of a social change. He's preaching and promoting social change. All these three men are, look, are, are, are um, preaching good governance. They are preaching good leadership, but the approach that they are using varies. That's what makes them unique. That is what makes them, uh, give, um, put them in their unique, um, 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 in their unique places. Okay. You can never miss a show for, for a Feladrutoe or for Annam Dekalu, even in their tone of their voices. 
Okay, when I hear an audio and it's a fella that is talking, fella that is talking, I will know he is the one talking because I know the feel of his voice. I know the texture of his voice. I know the energy that comes with his voice. And even if I have, I mix, I miss it a bit. I say, mm, is he fella or is he not? I can say this person talks like fella. Let me check and be sure it is fella. The same thing with a, um, a shower. When you hear a voice that sounds like shower, you should be able to identify the, the, the choice of words he used, the texture in his voice, the energy that comes from the content of what he is saying determines. So all of that is what you need to do in carving a niche, a niche for yourself. If you stand out, are you passionate about your talking? Are you the person that is so demonstrative? For somebody like me, I'm so demonstrative when I'm teaching, when I'm talking in a conference. I'm not the kind of person that sits in one place and read paper like professors. No, I am so demonstrative when I'm talking so that you can feel my passion you know, in, in, in what I'm preaching about. So that is the same way you have to carve a niche for yourself. So that when people hear your voice, when people even when they hear your voice and they've not seen you, they are able to say, this is this person. I, I, I know that it is so, so, so person that is talking. This is the content of this, what this kind of person is talking. Oh, Mrs. Marshall, this person talks like her. This is, this is the way she talks. This is what she preaches. Okay. So for you, um, few of you that want to go into public speaking, you need to carve a niche for yourself. Know that unique voice that you want people to hear. Have that unique message that you want to share to the larger society. Get it down, okay? Get the energy, get the passion, get connected into what you want to talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, for people that <clears throat> want to be writers or bloggers, it's also important that you pick a genre for yourself. You know, the genres of literature, the prose, the fiction, nonfiction, the poetry. Um, are you going to be writing a self-help book? Are you going to be writing? Um, is it like a content developing? Is it like articles? Is it like blogging? What precisely do you want to be writing about? Do you want to be writing short stories? And let me tell you something, whatever genre, whatever um, 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 niche you pick for yourself, be sure that your message will solve a, a need, will meet somebody's needs, will take care of, it will be like a solution to somebody's problem. Okay. It will be like Panadol for somebody's headache or an ibuprofen for somebody's body pain. Okay. You, you don't just come out and write or talk for the, for the sake of talking. Okay. Let it be that you are taking care of a particular need. You're solving somebody's problem. You're dropping the solutions for somebody's problem in a larger society. Okay, now picking your audience is another way for you to find idea on what to write. Okay, if you capitalize, if you just say, okay, I'm going to be writing children kind of children's uh, kind of books, you find out that ideas that have to do with children content will come to you. There's no way you can you want to you 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 pick. Okay, I'm going to be writing for children between um between four to 10 years old, and then rape ideas are coming to you. When you see rape case, you will jump and pass it. You will not even put so much concentration into it because it's not your core. It's not your area of interest. It's not your passion. You do not have a message to give or how to solve problem of people, of rapists and people that are being raped. But you find out that when you see a child fall down, you pick interest. Why did that child fall? Is it that there's no adult around that made that child to fall? How can I... 
How can I drop an idea on how adults are supposed to guide children on the road that they will not be falling anyhow? That is how the, the children-based ideas will come to you. Okay, it's better to pick your audience. There are about three or four different kinds of audiences when you want to write on one, when you want to speak. Okay, if you want to be writing for children, um, you'll, be, you'll be talking about between two to about, um, two to about ten or thereabout. Okay, two to about ten. If you want to concentrate on children, if you want to concentrate on um, um, teenagers, um, you'll be looking at eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen to about eighteen. And then, if you want to concentrate on um, adults, young adults, you can be looking at between eighteen years to about twenty, twenty-two years. And between twenty-two. 2022 to 25, you can be talking about young adults. And then anything from 25 and above, they are full-fledged adults. So you need to understand these categories of adults. Pick your concentration, pick your, your niche across these adults. And then ideas that concerns this class of people will definitely form, come to you. Now, there's a secret I need to share with you. The kind of stories you read that you're interested in will affect the kind of stories you want to write about. That's the truth. Okay, for somebody like me, my area of strength is in, is in personal development. So I read, a, I read, I read lots of books on personal development. Even when I want to read storybooks, novels, I go for novels on personal development. I don't just read any kind of novel, romantic, even though it has to be on personal development because that is my core. Okay, and when I write, everything I write is about, is a self-help book. My interest is on self-help book. Some few novels I've written also have a little element of self-help inside the, inside those, uh, uh, the novels because that is my core. So it's very good for you to pick your genre and it's also very good for you to pick your audience. These two areas is another way that you can have creative juice fall on your lap. Finally, before I round off, round off this, um, session i also want to speak about picking a theme okay for yourself there are different themes that you can write about um in in when it comes about writing the same thing with um the same thing with being a public speaker okay you cannot say you are an advocate for um good governance and at the same time you are an advocate for um um domestic violence and at the same time you are an advocate for um, 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 child molestation. No, you cannot be all of that at the same time. Okay. You have to, you have to have a particular theme of things that you're working on. Okay. So that in that area, it's a lot easier for topics and theme to walk around to, will, will, will come to you. If you make it, okay, I'm just an advocate. Advocate for what? Okay, that means it will be very difficult for you when you when when rape cases come to you or ideas of rape cases come to you, you struggle with it. And at the same time, idea of uh, child molestation come to you, you struggle with it. And then they are talking about somebody who did not do something well in the society or in governance. And then you're you're worried about it in your mind, how to change that. No, you have to have a theme of what to write about. Now, if I ask you this, I'm going to round off this session with this question. I'm going to use two major writers to stay you up in your thinking. If I call a Chinwachibi, okay, let me make it three writers. If I call a Chinwachibi, what kind of writing do you think he does? What do you think will be the theme? What do you think is the theme of his writing? 
If I call a Woloshenka, what do you think is the theme of his writing? If I call a Chimamanda, what do you think is the theme of what they are writing? This, the, these three writers um, have one thing in common, but they also have the different themes they capitalize on in bringing their ideas, in bringing their concepts, in bringing their messages to life. I want you to think about these three. I'm going to, uh, in our worksheet, you're going to have opportunity to drop the answers to this question. What do you think Willisha Inka writes about? What do you think is the theme of, uh, of his type of writing? What do you think is the theme um, that um, generalizes um, uh this kind of writing and what do you think is the theme that generalizes um um a, what the lady's name again chimamanda's kind of writing i know that some of you might say feminism for chimamanda i do not know think about it if you think it's feminism give me a feedback idea finders continues <laughs>